Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume and let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, are you in a leadership role in your current job? If so, I have a course for you. It's called Heroic Leadership. There is only one thing that's certain, and that is there will be uncertainty. But you don't have to wait around for things to happen. You can take charge of your life, your people, and your career. Instead of being reactive, you can be proactive. You can pivot when things go awry, which they inevitably will. Instead of operating from a fixed mindset, you can operate from a growth mindset. You can see opportunity not lack. Instead of focusing on only yourself, you can come from a place of empathy. You can be that rising tide that lifts other boats. It's time you forge ahead with an inspired plan and the motivation to execute it. You see the caliber of people that you'll be spending time with here. As Jim Rome said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, you're spending time with Jeffrey Hazlett, who will guide you through what it's like to answer the call as a C-suite executive. You're listening to Sarah Staley, who has dealt with many crises in her own time at Stanford University Medical Center. You'll also hear from Sean Maroney, who has suffered from obesity and other issues his entire life. Yet all these people are stronger for their experience and will teach you how to overcome anything. Now is the time to be extraordinary. Now is the time to step up. Now is the time to be your best when things are at their worst. It's time to answer the call. Join us today. Go to daddevotionals.com slash leader right now. That's daddevotionals.com slash leader to get instant access to this course. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Dad Devotionals. I'm Dave Domzowski. Today's guest is Scott Roberts. Scott's a proud father and husband. He's a Christian writer and blogger and also does voiceovers. He's done spots for 7-Eleven and Alamo Rental Car. Pretty cool. On his site, site, scottroberts.org, he and his team share articles on faith, men's ministry, theology, apologetics, and much more. And he joins us today to talk about how we as men can be warriors for Christ. Scott, welcome to Dad Devotionals. It is so great to have you, my friend. Well, it's great to be here, David. Thanks for inviting me on. No problem at all. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I gave a brief intro for you there, but please, I mean, I'd love for you to just elaborate a little bit more for those that may not know you. Tell us about yourself. Oh, it's just one of these things is where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess a little bit more about me is I've had a web development background for a couple of decades now. So whatever I've been into, I've created websites, a web presence, um, so, um, a while back, and this is, you know, 13, 15 years ago, I had a hot sauce blog, you know, where I, I talked about, uh, hot sauces and barbecue and chili peppers and all that kind of good stuff. Nice. I had a podcast of my own way back then. Um, but anyway, um, th- so that blog kind of transitioned into my Christian writing blog. I wouldn't, you know, fancy myself as just like the greatest uh, author in the world, but you know what? I still like to write stuff down no matter if it's a 
a hot sauce review, uh, a devotional for guys or for Christians in general, or just whatever it may be. I like to get it down on paper, or I guess here in the 21st century, I like to get it on the computer screen. Absolutely. So that, that's kind of my background coming into this. And uh, I've just been feeling the tugging of the Lord, uh, drawing me more and more into this world to help lead men uh, just get closer to Christ. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to check out those, uh, your hot sauce recommendations. I'm, you know, I'm, I like that. I like that, pa- that palette. I'm, I, I, you know, I don't want to go all the way to ghost pepper, I'd say, but I mean, you know, I, I like things a little bit hot, you know, like, like Seinfeld, Dave likes his chicken spicy. So uh, <laughs> I'll have to check that out. But, um, you know, in, in your work with men, Scott, and uh, you, you know, I, I got to say it's, it's, let's be honest, it's tough for guys out there. It's tough for Christian guys out there, especially what is something what is the main thing, I guess, that, that's really holding them back from living a life in Christ? One thing I've come across is just a life of comfort. They get comfortable. They get married. They have kids. They think, okay, well, I don't need to really do anything else. I need to fill in all the blank areas, all the non-work hours with leisure time. So they veg out on the recliner and they binge Netflix or they play video games for hours. They don't see any further pursuit in their lives. And I hate to say it, even some evangelical Christian men are out there. They think, uh, you know, well, I'm saved. That's good. Um, I've already accepted Jesus as my savior, but I really don't need to do anything. Well, Uh, you know, us Christians should really know that that's just the start of the Christian life. We need to dedicate and die of ourselves to Christ every single day. Uh, And if that means getting up and doing hard things, difficult things, facing obstacles in life, uh, and if that means doing that, then so be it. But we as men also need to get out of our comfort zones. People talk about comfort zones all the time. What we need to do is bust free from them and actually aspire to lead our wives, lead our children, and not just leave all the churchy stuff to you know our spouses mm. and think, okay, well, they're kind of taking care of the spiritual stuff. They're taking care of the household stuff. I can just right. sit back. No, we need to be proactive and take the leadership role in doing that. We should be the ones who are excited to go to church, to lead our wives, to talk to our kids about Jesus, and not just on a Sunday basis. This is like an everyday, weekday type of thing. So I think all in all, men just really need to get beyond that and just be the leaders that God has called them to be. You know, one way that that, you know, I've found in in connecting with you that you're doing that with uh, other guys is that warrior Wednesday wake up. I love the WWW there. It's nice alliteration, <laughs> you know, but it's something that, you know, I only went on one, but I mean, I saw how valuable uh, it is for just for me, but then also the guys that keep coming back with you and c- coming back on there and sharing their stories and, and being vulnerable, which is also a hard thing for, for many men to do. So when I first saw, when I first saw that on Facebook, I got the feeling that it's just something that is something that's really important in guys life. You know, it's, it's something in the middle of the week, you know, you're already like, Oh man, here we go. Trying to get through hump day. And then this is a chance for the guys to come together. Uh, so, you know, I see it as something that can really set the tone for the day. And it did for me, you know, I was heading into the Thanksgiving, uh, you know, Thanksgiving holiday for us here in the States. 
And um, it was really, I mean, I, I was just like on a high for that, for especially that, that rest of that morning, just being around, you know, virtually, but being around my fellow Christian brothers. So tell us more about this. Um, how can guys get involved and why do guys enjoy it so much? Oh, you know what? I started because, you know, Wednesday is hump day. And just from past experience, I just kind of coast or I found myself coasting through the work week, you know, kind of starting on Wednesday, Thursday. And it it just I kind of went with the flow. I was already feeling fatigue from work from Monday and Tuesday. Um, And unfortunately, a lot of guys are just, you know, Christians on Sunday and they you know, might skip or not do devotionals or regular Bible reading on the Monday and Tuesday. So that kind of pushes them a little further away from God, so to speak. Uh, Just as an aside, I would encourage every man out there to dig into God's word, to pray every single day, Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter if you feel like it or not, this is what we need. And that relationship with God is most important in our lives. Mm -hmm. But uh, this uh, Warrior Wednesday wake up thing, it's just something I kind of needed. You know, I kind of needed that uh, figurative kick in the butt midweek to kind of encourage me and to uh, push myself into looking to God still. We find ourselves just, uh, again, coasting through the week. And I really needed not that just motivational push, but something to kind of reminded to remind me to discipline myself to do things like that. And, you know, uh, we could talk about, you know, the state of men's ministry here in a few minutes, mm-hmm. but, you know, I started just telling guys all about this and they kind of went on and you know what? I found a hunger in in their eyes and in their hearts for this. They really need it, whether or not they realize it. Again, it seems like women are the ones who pick up the church mantle and they do the devotional groups and women's groups and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but I found when guys get beyond their comfort zone, it, it's almost like going to the gym. You know, 90% of the battle is just making it to the gym. Once guys make it to a group, they think, wow, I really need this. I need this fellowship. I need this kind of accountability. I need to encourage others and have them encourage me. So it's really connected to other guys. And, uh, you know, it is and even though it's benefited me, I think the fact that it benefits other men, it means even just a lot more to me. So no matter what I'm feeling, I get up for other guys. And that just uh, makes my whole day doing that. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and that's just one day. But, you know, on over the weekends, you know, guys, guys, nine, nights out where, you know, you get together, maybe you talk about different things, whether it's whether it is scripture, whether it is, you know, just the difficulty of being a dad, you know, the difficulty of, you know, for, I actually, my, my wife's a stay at home mom. She homeschools our kids. You know, I, I'm, I'm the sole income provider. That's, that's a life decision that we made that we chose. And yeah, you know, once my son was born, we, we made it happen. We, you know, downsized our house and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it does, it's not that it doesn't come with struggles. So to kind of build off what you said there, how important is that fellowship aspect in men's lives and how often should we be looking to do it? I would say as much as we can. Now, that doesn't mean that we need to meet with guys every single day. Uh, uh, For one thing, God is first 
and then family second. Now, outside of God, our families, our wives, our kids, they are our first ministry, and we should work towards discipling them. But, you know, as much as it's great to have them, we also need to encourage each other in Christ, our brothers and sisters in the church, our buddies who are believers. And it is crucial that we just... uh, you know, even if it's, and, you know, I, I like to use different types of technology, you know, you could use any kind of texting or messaging app, a video app. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all great supplements for things like that, just to keep track of guys, yeah. just to say, hey, buddy, how are you doing? And if you know them well enough, you know their weaknesses, and hopefully you are transparent enough to, you know, relay what your weaknesses are to them. So if there's a guy who has a porn problem, You'd say, you know, how is that coming along? Mm. And it really does hold them accountable. And it really just helps them knowing that there's another guy who honestly cares for them. I think we guys, you know, we uh, just being the tough, uh, silent type macho guys, we try to do that. It's like, okay, nothing could hurt me. You know, Oh, oh, I don't have any struggles in life. I've kind of won in life. Well, that's totally not the case. You know, but we have vulnerabilities, we are sinners, and we need, um, you know, not only the power of the Holy Spirit every day in our lives, but we need men to encourage and just pick us up and just to say to each other, hey, what can I do for you? How can I help you? How can I pray for you? Now, as far as meeting together, I would totally encourage men out there to meet together. And there's a concept that that's borrowed from the military, and it's called a fire team. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, you know, the smallest unit that you can find in the Army or uh, you know, the Marines or the Air Force. It's two, three, four, maybe sometimes five guys. And of course, they make up, you know, larger size groups in the military. Well, we can kind of use that size group and have your own fire team. Mm. You know, you could have a couple of buddies that you grow close to. You can meet with uh, weekly, uh, even if it's just to have coffee. Uh, you go over to each other's house, hang out. But it's not just to kind of veg out and forget about the world and eat wings and watch football or something like that. (laughs) It's, it's prayer together. You make sure you do that. It's uh, some type of study or Bible reading. Mm -hmm. And again, just good, honest conversation about the struggles that you're having and just encouraging each other and and just helping each other. So I would honestly uh, just wholeheartedly urge men out there listening to do that get together a couple of guys and just say, Hey, you know, what do you say about getting together on a regular basis? And once you start doing that, it really, really boosts your spiritual life in just fantastic ways. Absolutely. What's your message to the guy that may be a little bit reluctant to pursue this? Like, you know, maybe he knows that he needs to go out there and do it, but getting over the hump, getting over the fear, getting over the potential, at least in his mind, rejection. What, what, you know, I guess maybe the first step would be to, to pray about it or maybe to talk to your wife about it. But what would you suggest that that, that, that guy does? Again, just look at the example of somebody going to the gym, just making that over that hump, you know, putting your workout clothes on, getting out in your car and driving to the gym. Okay. That is 90% of the battle. Hmm. So 
the hump, that little barrier that the guy will have, you just need a bust out of that. You just need to really sit down and say, hey, this is going to be one of the most important things I'm going to do. I need growth in Christ. I need to be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. And there are many examples in the Bible, especially in the New Testament where we are commanded to love one another, pray with one another, fellowship with one another, do not forsake uh, gathering together. Mm -hmm. All these different commands are for you to get together. And it's not just a Sunday service. You can't look at it like that. These are real relationships with your brothers in Christ. Uh, I would just say, hey, start now. Decide to do it now. Of course, pray about it. Talk to your wife about it. But just take those action steps now towards doing it and just don't think, well, one of these months I'll get around to it. No, clear your schedule now. You know, you really, most guys don't need to be watching TV for five hours a night or staring at their phone uh, for four hours doing nothing. You can find time. And once you do that, once you reach out to a couple of buddies and, you know, they may reject you. Just think, okay, well, I'll just call another couple of guys and, and see if they'll do that. Uh, honestly, sometimes it may be a little bit difficult if you're not uh, really tightly connected to your uh, the church crowd. Um, I would see what other kind of ministries are out there. If you if your church doesn't have a men's ministry, mm-hmm. see if there are Bible study groups, small groups, discipleship groups. Mm-hmm. Get connected. Join one of them as soon as you can. And whatever guys are in there, connect with them, talk with them and just say, hey, you know, uh, I need help. You know, I I need somebody to kind of uh, help guide me through the ropes in this. Can I do the same for you? And you'll be surprised how many guys are just kind of scared and reluctant, just like you. If you take that first step, uh, a lot of guys will take that step towards you and you could find good groups of guys to pile around with. You know, I, I like that. It, I shared in the the, the Wednesday uh, Warrior group that, you know, that was something that I was struggling with. And, you know, immediately when I was off with you guys, I, I sent a fa- or an Instagram message to one of the uh, one of the guys in my church. And because it was just a new church, I was we were kind of all over the place after the last year and a half with COVID trying to find a home. And um and now, and this place is is a great great spot for my family. And I just I wanted to take the next step and get involved in any way that I could. And one of those ways was definitely being in, in the in the men's group. And you know, lo and behold, he told me, "Hey, you know, uh, let, let's connect." If I don't think anything else is going on the rest of the rest of the year, but let's connect in early January, and we'll we'll uh, we'll figure it out, and we'll, we'll I'll let you know where the, the next steps and everything. So I, I know that you know that question was as much for me as it is for the listeners, and uh, I, I know it works. You just gotta. You got to put yourself out there. And now's a time when, you know, you're making New Year's resolutions anyway. That should be at the top of your list. (laughs) Of course. I would say it's, uh, yeah, whenever this uh, podcast comes out, that date, that would be that date resolution for you. Amen. I like that. Right before the new year. Yeah. Do it now. You know, don't wait for a specific date. Just do it now. Or if it's after the new year. Yeah. (laughs) Do it on this date you're hearing this. Amen. Amen, sir. Um, so I do want to ask you though, because, you know, since we're, we're sharing, what is something that you're struggling with now, um, that you'd like to share with us and what are you doing? What steps are you taking to overcome it? It's time management. Mm. 
And it's kind of interesting. Um, today, I was listening to a couple of your past uh, uh, podcast episodes, and there was a great episode. Uh, I forget the name of the guest, but I do want to take some of the things that he suggested. Uh, yeah, I can you know, interrupt there, there. It's episode 54, guys. Adrian Shepard. Sorry. There you go. Plug. Episode 54. Go look that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I say it's time management. Yeah. And, you know, I've gotten to a point where I really want to help out you know, do various ministries in my church, you know, take part in different groups. And I, I, it's just finding time to prepare, to study, to juggle different things around and not overload myself. Amen. Um, as I've already said, my relationship with God is most important and has to be most important. Uh, guys, I still struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Probably like a lot of you guys, I get up early in the morning. I, you know, I've dis disciplined myself to a routine of waking up really early, exercising, and then getting my time in with God. Mm -hmm. That having been said, I, I want it to be more than just that routine. I want it to be passion. I want it to be yeah. uh, just me falling intimately in love with Christ and seeking him above all else. Amen. And that, and I would say juggling time are my biggest struggles. Um, so specifically, what am I doing for that? Um, I, I would say gradually as time goes on, I'm really analyzing how am I spending my time? What, mm -hmm. what am I putting in where and what hours? And I try to cut out whatever I don't need. Uh, believe it or not, I don't watch TV. At all, wife <laughs> and I, Siri, I'm serious about that. cut out TV, <laughs> and you know what? We don't miss it. Yeah. Honestly, we, we don't miss it. Some guys will think that, oh, I don't watch the news. Uh, I, I, I won't be informed this way. I'll feel left out. Yeah. You know, there's the FOMO, fear of missing out. Well, guess what? It's it, it's nothing. It, it's it's ridiculous. You don't need the news. You don't need TV. You could if, if all of you guys wanted to you could really make the time for the things that are important in your life. So that, that's one of the things I've learned, you know, here in the past several months, the past couple of years, as I've gradually have built my schedule around these kinds of things, as opposed to work and just vegging out. Well, it, it should, it shouldn't shock you. It, it did me at first, but then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That episode, that episode 54 is by far the most listened to, on the podcast, I mean, fairly new podcast, but it's like four times compared to like the second one, <laughs> the, the, mm -hmm. the one in second place. So you're not alone. I'm not alone in trying to figure out this whole time management thing. Cause as you know, you, you get your job, you come out of college, you know, you get the wife, you, now you got the kids, now you get all the kids activities. I mean, time is precious. <laughs> and, you know, yes. if we're trying to, we got to prioritize that time with God and uh, also, the time, you know, you, you mentioned working out a couple of times in the podcast. I mean, that that's something that I started taking more seriously in, in, in 2014. I, I started running and uh, a couple of years back, I started lifting. I mean, I, I need that. You know, that is that is something that I that nourishes my body. And it also kind of just gets out that angst and aggression. I mean, I have a job that I'm that I sit down for, at, you know, nine hours a day. And, you know, when I'm doing side hustle stuff, I'm sitting down, you know, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I'm not out there. <laughs> So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. I, I sit down all day. I, yeah. I would quickly gain 20 pounds 
within absolutely. a couple of weeks time if I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> oh man. A- amen, brother. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Now you make, you make a really good point about, you know, figuring out that time. And uh, you know what my, my wife was in real estate for the longest time and um, she's before she was stay at home, obviously. And she was in, she would take classes and, and it's like, what isn't scheduled doesn't get done. You mm-hmm. got to schedule it. It's got to be on there. You get, you got a time block. That's, that was one of the, the main takeaways, but um, good point. Thank you for that. Um, I do want to ask you, and I, I think you had a couple on your Facebook page, but I can't remember what they were. Favorite Bible verse and or quote, and why that one? Uh, the favorite Bible verse, I would go to Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. Uh, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. Mm. Uh, that sums up so much. It does. Uh, uh, boy, just thinking about that. Yeah. There are a couple, you know, um, there was a time where it's like every passing year, I would have like one word Mm -hmm. that I would try to focus on. You know, one year might have been joy. Another year would have been seek where I really try to seek God. But now I, I see it as something I need to do every day, whether or not I kind of play that little game. What's your, you know, what's your word going to be this year? Well, it, it's always seek. It's always seeking God. It's, it's always abandoning myself and to live in Christ instead, to live for him, to love him, to abandon, you know, all my selfish goals my selfish dreams, my pride, my ego, my vanity, to nail that up on the cross and to, to live and seek God instead. Yeah. Oh, that, 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 to, to me, it's just, it's so powerful. And, you know, I think guys could go through Christianity, they're Christian living half-heartedly, mm-hmm. and they really don't quote unquote find God. Yes, they're saved. Yeah, they, they know Christ and they may pray to him. But deep down in their hearts, are they really seeking the heart of God? Once you do, you will find him. He will make himself known to you. And once you taste his holy presence, his beautiful presence, there is nothing in the world that can even come close. So I'd urge you guys just to try to adopt that attitude every day. Amen to that. Uh, I once heard it phrased like this, you take one step, like the prodigal son, for for instance, and he just comes running to you. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's what it's like. You take that one step and boom, um, you know, he, he wants that. He wants that relationship with us. And I think we need to make a, you know, like, like we said, you know, make it one of your goals this year to, to go and find that guys. Um, I think Scott's laying it out really beautifully here for us. And I think we should take that to heart. So thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, so last question I have for you as we wrap up here, what's next for you and, and where can we learn more about what you have going on? Okay. So, um, the, the whole, uh, warrior Wednesday wake up thing, the warrior, um, it kind of takes on a theme, um, guys, we are at war. We're at war against the flesh, against sin and against Satan. We have a real spiritual enemy who is trying to take us down and I'm sure you've encountered him, uh, especially as you get close to God, as you serve God, as it seems like you're making spiritual headway, um, things in your life will tend to pick up because you'll become a prime target for the forces of darkness out there. 
But I just want to urge guys, hey, don't flow through this life. Don't do it half-heartedly. We are at war. So adopt that attitude of war all the time. Um, So taking up that idea of being a warrior, uh, this past year for my church, I have created a series for my men's group called Warrior Disciple. So it basically starts at ground zero and urges guys, hey, everything you hear in life, you need to filter through the Bible. And then it, it takes you step by step. You need to focus and orient your life on God. And then it, it builds on that, you know, what the gospel of Jesus Christ is, what the essentials of uh, Christian living are with uh, Bible reading, praying, fellowship, evangelism. And, and it takes you through different facets as you kind of build on those things and grow as a Christian man. So what I want to do is take all of those sessions that I credited for the men's ministry and put them into a book called wow. Warrior Disciple. So right now I'm kind of in an editing mode to, you know, to take those particular lessons and see how they fit within a book format. And then, you know, of course, is getting a professional editor, finding the publisher. So at some point during 2022, uh, be on the lookout for this book. I want to publish this thing and I want it to be just a great tool for other guys and their men's ministries at church. And if you don't, have, you know, a strong men's ministry or even a men's ministry at all, guys, uh, just rise up, be that warrior leader, uh, just stand up and, and and volunteer and say, hey, uh, you know, talk to the church staff, talk to the lead pastor and say, hey, I want to do this. I want to lead this every week. Guys are needing us. We need to step up and take that place in God's kingdom and just to advance it in a mighty way, nonstop trusting God for our strength every day. So uh, uh, that is what I want to do. Find more information about me. Well, you can go to my main website. You mentioned the blog. It's scottroberts.org, where I have a team of writers who talk about just an assortment of different Christian topics. It's updated almost every day. Uh, There is my voiceover website, scottroberts.voice. And uh, what else do I have out there? There's always something cooking and brewing in social media land for me as well. Well, where do we find your uh, the, your your chili blog? I'd love to check that out too. That is mostly <laughs> defunct. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, the old website was called scottrobertsweb.com. Okay. Uh, some of the pages go to my new website at scottroberts.org. In fact, I do have like my chili pepper heat chart. Nice. Up on my new website and and you know some recipes and things like that too, uh, but but there are some of the old hot sauce reviews still up on the old site. Awesome. You'd probably have to just do a Google search on something, you know, Scott Roberts, and then uh, you know just think of a hot sauce, sriracha, or something or, like that. Or go on the Wayback Machine, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Wayback Machine, of course, at archive.org. Uh, well, hey, hey, Scott, that, that's awesome. I, I would love to talk to you more about the book. I don't, I don't know if you have any publishers in mind, but I, I know a gentleman that recently just published his first book. He's done stuff on, you know, Amazon and stuff like that, but he did it, you know, his first time to an actual publisher. So I don't know if you have one. I'd love to at least put you guys in contact. He's going to be a guest on the show in a, in a, in a couple of weeks. But um, hey, that is awesome. And I would love to have you back on when you do get that published in 2022 and tell us all the great things that are going on and all the lives that you've touched as, as a result of it. Oh, I'd absolutely love to. 
right. Awesome. Well, Scott, we are out of time now. Thank you so much. This was a real pleasure for me. And I know everyone that listens to it is going to gain so much knowledge and just be uh, so thrilled to get their year started off on the right foot. Uh, God bless you, brother. And we look forward to all the great things you have going on. Take care. Okay. God bless you too. Thanks, David. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.